The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, April 11, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Zeno Davidoff was more than a typical cigar retailer. He paved the way for all of us with his class and charm. Today, we launch the Zeno Platinum exclusive series to the state of New Hampshire with very special packaging and a very special cigar. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. (coughs) Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Taking nothing away from Zeno's class and charm, here are a couple of guys in a class all by themselves with a lot of charm. They are, you are in New York, and zooming all the way from Puerto Rico is to Issei, Mike, and from Connecticut is Fernando. Hi, guys. Can you hear us? Yo, yo, hey, what's up, what's man? Going How's on, everything? Guys? Hey, uh, I'm in I'm in Connecticut. I'm not from Connecticut. <laughs> You're in Connecticut. Thank you for that late breaking news flash. <laughs> because it, it looks like both of you has got the hell out of New York, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, it was definitely time to to get out of there, and you know the situation was getting a little bit too crazy, and um, you like know, the dog fight to, that's happening in the background. Away. Yeah, and I just needed the beach in my life. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Did we disconnect or something? No, I hear dogs. Oh, there we go. I, no, no, I lost the guy's scream, bro. I didn't see it, bro. This is weird, man. All right. <laughs> Who's barking? Where's those dogs coming from? Oh, those dogs, dogs are coming from my my island, bro. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> so uh, those are those are my dogs are my neighbors. Your neighbors' dogs. So we cued them right in time, right? Okay, the show's starting. Those are big fans, big, big dog fans. My God. So um, anyway, the the idea of today was to uh, have you guys uh, visit our stores as we launch this new product. Yes, um, which is a Zeno Platinum exclusive series and uh even though uh our audience that remember you from the back-to-back guys that came in and painted the uh, front of the building and everything like that you guys are tied in with this executive series how and why oh man we've we've been working on with zeno how long has been now eight years probably yeah yeah it's been going about yep we've done about maybe 50 you know, 50, 50 of different these. exclusives. Yeah, so it's called the remake. The remake is one of our exclusive series that we came up with along with Xeno Platinum just to give, you know, retailers an opportunity to create something nostalgic, something memorable, something limited, something that's catered just to them and to their audience and to their demographic. 
So, yeah. I mean, the, the project has been going amazing. We've traveled a lot. We've done a lot of these cool inter interactive shows, interactive events yeah. with them. You know, yeah. Fernando could tell you more. Yeah, no, no, it's just, it's, it's, um, it's a great experience and it's a great story at the end of the day. You know, the cigar industry is all about stories and, you know, celebrating great moments. And, um, you know, through this project, we've been able to work, you know, like Mike was saying, directly with retailers um, in coming up with a creative art piece, you know. So they're the art directors to a certain degree. And then we're bringing their vision to life. And um, it's been great. It's been really great. How do you guys like your box? Are you guys it, happy with the, it? The, not only is the cigar great, and we're going to get into that in a minute, though. Uh, you guys came and painted the front of our Nashua building. And when yep. I look at the packaging of here, it is the front of our Nashua, yeah, Nashua store. And yeah. uh, which also plays a, such a big part of what happens here in New Hampshire. So we have the old man on the mountain on here, uh, the New Hampshire seal, and then... Uh, as you guys make fun of how I talk or we talk, wicked good cigars. <laughs> we uh, don't make fun. Whatever. We embellish. Um, so that's <laughs> on there. Which, which It's awesome. Stay uh, motto, live free or die. Live free or die. And a, a couple of guys here, the silhouettes of them with a cloud of smoke. Uh, and yeah, those, are, those are actually silhouettes of me, just so you guys know. <laughs> okay, yeah, it doesn't look like you at all. One Mine's of them looks like Mike. Trevor Merrill. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. the, but then there's well, the, the, these that's balloons. That's the beauty of the project. You know, you, you, you're, you're choosing elements that are significant to you, that means something to you, your location, your town. And then we create the artistic flair that kind of brings it all together. Yeah, I, and I see the balloons that are on there. I, I don't have another <laughs> word to call them. Yeah. Bubbles, they're bubbles. I love how you call them balloons. Yeah, so, so what do you call them? These they're graffiti bubbles. Bubble they're bubbles. Buff yeah. Graffiti but you know bubbles. What? From now on, they're going to officially be graffiti <laughs> balloons. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. Oops. <laughs> so what we're, what we're doing is uh, you guys made posters of it, too. I'm going to mm -hmm. put one of the big ones in my office, uh, honored to do so. And uh, we have uh, little posters for all the people that end up buying the product. So, mm -hmm. Barry, uh, tell us about what we're going to light up because I'm, I'm dying to light up now. So today's first cigar is the Zeno Exclusive Series New Hampshire Edition, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff Cigars. The size is five and three quarters by 54 inches, which makes it a Toro, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a single cigar will set you back $14, while a box of 10 is just $126.99, making it $12.69 a single, which is a savings of $13 or almost 10% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. It's exclusive to Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Mike, you're Get awesome. Get it now while it's hot. <laughs> Mike, Mike is being uh, Vanna White, for those that even know who that is. <laughs> That's perfect. You're Ellen, he's Vanna White. There we go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought hey, to you by hey, Perdomo hey guys, Cigars. Can I the surprise really quick because I've been holding it for about half Go ahead. Go ahead. What do you want to do? Ready? Yeah. Ah, oh, he's got his own cowbell. Yeah, huh? 
Oh, great. It, it, it was so cool. Because he was pressing the buttons and the bells and those that listened to the first show. We got, we got so much email on that show negatively. I think it was the, the, the most ever. Uh, Hold on. Did we really? Was we did. Was we did. They're like, what the hell are you doing bringing these guys on the show and blah, 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 blah. And I loved it, by the way. And I loved it. That's Send awesome. us their address. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. All right. So you guys, so this is really, you know, we, we have you as the back-to-back guys that came out with back-to-back, but this is what you were brought in to Davidoff for the Zeno Platinum. Yeah, we did um we did a tenth anniversary, right? It was tenth anniversary, Ski? Yeah, the tenth anniversary, the the blue label, the Toro X. Um, we did uh, that's what we were brought in for, and then uh, they just couldn't get rid of us. And then they fell <laughs> in love with us, you know. We kept we kept yeah. um like crashing all their events. Um, threatening them, you know, <laughs> and that was, was nah, that, I mean, that was I mean, 10 years ago, for itself, you know, our work speaks yeah. for itself. We, we're, we're, we're passionate about everything that we do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's led to almost 10 years of working in the cigar industry and wow. being able to being able to express ourselves. That's the beauty of it too. You know, David family has always given us artistic license and that's rare. You know, it's really yeah. rare. And they said, hey, listen, yeah. guys. And, and risky as hell. Guys- <laughs> <laughs> and risky as hell. I don't know if I would have the nerve to do that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but it's also, you know, they've also been able to, like, you know, shake things up a little bit. Yes. And they believed in us. They believed in the vision. And they're like, you know what? Let's disrupt things a little bit. You know, let, let, let's just blame it on them. <laughs> what is the but, higher um, higher risk the greater the reward, right? And listen. Exactly. That, and that was so, Dylan. You know, we, it, was it Dylan Austin that brought you in? Um, yes. Yeah. Dylan Dillian, Austin. Dillian. Yeah. I mean, it was 10 years ago. So there, there's some people that were, um, that were there that aren't there now, but, um, yeah, he was, uh, he was, uh, among, he was on the board of approval and yeah, um, they, they made him president. Dylan has always been like this, you know, this, I don't know, just behind, behind our backs, you know, he's always had like our back. back so. Yeah. Yeah. He's always been a, he's always been a brother and always, you know, he's always stood back advice. to back with you. Is that and, what you're trying to say? Yeah. What's up? Excuse me? He's always stood back to back with you. Oh, Dude, we're my back God. to back, bro. We you got each what? other's back. <laughs> for, branding, for branding's sake, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. The Vertigo oh, Intimidator damn, features. Ooh, do it again. Do it again. Four jets. <laughs> all fueled by the patented Ooh. Vertigo big ass tank. And it also features a color changing flame. So, on a bright, sunny day like we're having out today, you don't yeah. lose the flame. In the sunshine, the Vertigo Intimidator retails for twenty four ninety nine. And amazing. In, in case awesome. um, and pandemic guest. happens, you can actually cook <laughs> your food with this thing. And it's curved for <laughs> my pleasure. For my pleasure. Can I? It's no way to, can I see that? I can't really see it from where I'm at. <laughs> I want to see the lighter. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> oh man! Here we go. I'm trying to see. No. No. Okay. So the cold draw before we lit up was molasses. There was ah. some sweetness there. There was. Ah. What was the ring gauge on that? That's his maiden 54. name. 54 ring. 50, 54, yeah. Yeah. No, 56, right? 
No, 54 according to uh, the media kit that came with the release. Which could could or could not be uh, there, but uh, correct. But I had um, one of these cigars every day this week yep. already. So uh, my, mm-hmm. my job is to get through the whole box. But um, <laughs> we're going to be talking later in the show about we, we last, last week – we smoked a cigar that was 25 years old that I saved for 25 years, and we're going to be talking about cigars that we will be saving now and maybe smoking 25 years from now. What should somebody be saving? And this is one of them. Definitely one yeah. of these guys. I've had this I guy in my it. humidor for maybe a year, and it's it's definitely already improved, you know? So, so let me so ask you. Been, I've had this one for a year. So. The first one you ever did. Mm-hmm exclusive series for somebody did you save yeah, we, that box yourself yes excuse me say it again did you save that box of the first one you ever did yeah yeah but i actually smoked all the cigars you, you smoked them see so this is the key so you got to buy a couple boxes because you got to have one to smoke and one to not even open sealed mm-hmm. and put it away yeah. and then go I have, to it i have i have a good amount of them uh, still sealed up um, you know, from the first run that we did, and this is probably, uh, what was it like 2000, I don't know, 12, there's around yeah, there. 12, yeah. 12, yeah. Hey, what's um, the, what's the oldest cigar you guys have? I got stuff from the fifties. No, maybe oh, yeah. did I have something from the thirties back there? Yeah. I thought yeah. we smoked that. From the thirties? Uh, yeah. We smoked something from, uh, is the cellophane time. black? No, it was pretty colored, but uh, and you know, uneventful cigar. Yeah, unfortunately, the, the cellophane oh, probably okay. had more flavor to it yeah. than the <laughs> cigar. Did. So there, I have, so. I have a, a pre-embargo Cuban that was given by uh, by Mike, the one that owns Cigar Greenwich. Oh, okay. He gave, yeah, he gave that to me, and it's, uh, I think it's a nineteen, it's a nineteen sixty maybe or yeah, something like right. that. Yeah, but yeah, it's still, it's still uh, hanging out in the humidor. It looks beautiful. So, you, one of the things, and we're going to get into it in the, in the next half hour. But since you guys are still here on now, one of the things of a cigar that you need, what you would save, is something that has some strength and some body to it, a lot of flavor, because as time goes on, it's going to diminish. Well, here's a cigar I'm Mm -hmm. smoking that I would say is not, you know, a a 10 in strength, but it is a 10 in flavor. The the flavor got a lot of body to it. Yeah, a lot of flavor to this. And it's very consistent throughout. From beginning to end, you have a very beautiful, consistent cigar. And nice. that's, that's what I enjoy most about it. So we have yeah, 250 boxes of 10. Favorite, 250 boxes of 10 yeah. that are available, never to be made again. Uh, yep. And we have sold so far today before the show started, we sold about 60 of them. So uh, we're down into uh, 190 or something as the show was ready to start. I really expected... Uh, on the show to actually put the countdown and actually show it gone, um, mm-hmm. which we've been able to do in, in past limited things that we could sell out in a couple hours. I don't yep. see it happening because unfortunately people can't come into the stores. You guys on here, mm-hmm. they, they yeah, took due the, to the air out of our situation. Yeah. You know, the air came out of our sale. But for the people that are listening to the show, you can go on twoguyscigars.com. It's right there on the front page. Click it on. And if you do, you're going to get a poster and a T-shirt. Right. It's very important that when you place the order, there's a comment field 
you must include your shirt size to qualify uh, for the shirt and the print. Uh, it's limited while supplies last. Um, yep. And we'll do as best we can to get you close to your size. If you put in your an XL, we're not going to send you a medium, but there's a chance you could get a double XL, which after the end of this coronavirus thing, you're probably going to be a double XL. You'll <laughs> <laughs> grow into it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, yes. That's, that's the beautiful thing as well. Part of this, um, this whole series and campaign is that we got to make create T-shirts and we got to create these custom lithographs because who doesn't want a piece of something that's that's to them? That's something that's theirs. You know, every cigar club yeah. is... It's your club. It's your gang. It's your people, like your team, you know? So who yep, wouldn't want something out. that represents their home team? So, la know? so last, I, awesome. last I had you on the show, I told you I'm going to buy a piece of art from you guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was going to say to you on the show, you know what? Create this in a big print for me. And you sent one. I didn't even again. <laughs> now I got it again. So I, I, I need a piece of art from you guys. And I go mm -hmm. onto your website and I see, and it's sold out, sold off. I can buy a $2 bill if I want. I don't want a $2 mm -hmm. bill. I want a, a piece of art that's going to hang in, in my house. Um, what can he get for ten dollars? No, I don't want to get ten dollars. <laughs> for ten dollars, you can get a you can get a, a DM. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'll send you an emoji. So, so I mean, you know what it is. Well, a lot of the artwork we don't sell online. We sell directly through our gallery, popinternational.com. Because I mean, our prices are high, man. We don't ah. want to have you know. We don't want to have all these prices on the website. We try to keep stuff that's affordable for people that they could pick up like on the go on our website. But if you yep. want to go and get actual artwork from us, you could either send us a DM personally, you commission something, or you can go to popinternational.com, and that's yep. our gallery. Now, Dave, do you want balloons on yours? Balloons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Popinternational.com. Okay, because I keep going to UR New York, and then I see just a handful of stuff. So Pop International. Yeah, popinternational.com is where you can yes. get All right. art. You know? Now, let me ask you this as artists. Here is a time in life that is coronavirus, blah, 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 blah. Do you guys as artists say, okay, I'm going to create something that because of what's happening here and y'all spin on it, or is this something that yeah. happens? I mean, to yeah, be you honest. You have to. You have to. Uh, I mean, Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, a lot of the art is like, I don't want to have it fueled just for that. Like, just, we're trying to fill a void right now. We're, we're creatives. We're, we're actually in a great opportunity to keep people entertained, to spread messages of positivity, to spread something good yep. when a lot of this crap is happening, you know? Yeah. So we're, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if no. I'm going to go and make coronavirus canvases, you know, because I don't want to give it that much power. But, but yeah, man. Say yeah, you yeah, had, I mean, say you had the guy. The yeah. silhouette of I mean, the guy, and you put a mask on him or something, and it says, okay, this was 2020, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's definitely – I've definitely been been painting a lot here, and there are certain things um, – like Mike was saying, I mean, I'm definitely not going to put, like, ooh, the coronavirus was here or whatever. But <laughs> there, there are certain little things that I've added to, like, work. You know, maybe I found a little clipping in the newspaper where it says, you know, we're all in this together uh, or, you know, store closed till further notice. Like little things like that, that will like insinuate something. So you're not going to know if it if you were around, if you were aware in this time, you'll know where that came. Yeah. From. You're not going to so turn any of your balloons into uh, coronavirus <laughs> blow ups. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. 
no, no. We're we're already we're we're already saturated with this shit already. So you know we're yeah, trying we to don't, stay. We don't need to add more fuel to the fire. Yeah. So Mike, you are in Puerto Rico. Uh, yes, Fernando, sir. you are in Connecticut. You both said let's get the hell out of New York. Yep. Did you? New York's the hotbed right now, man. It's, was yeah, that yeah. was that knowing that this yeah. was happening, or you did it before that and you just lucked out, or what happened? I mean, I left. I left beforehand just because I wanted. I needed a break, you know. Like the city. This is the thing about New York City. It's the, literally a city that never sleeps, and it's that hustle and bustle. And don't get me wrong, I love that, and it keeps me going. But I just want to change it up a bit. I wanted to not have to go and chase my tail for a while, you know? Mm, so I, yeah. I made a conscious decision to change my environment and see where it goes from there, man. That's the beauty of life. Nothing's really permanent. You can just, you can change it up, man. You know, like when, when like the game of Boggle, when you can't find enough words, close up, you shake it up and you get a whole bunch of new letters and you can create new words. So <laughs> that's my philosophy of life, you know? But you guys, yeah, are, no. you guys are separated. So how do you do art together, or will that or telepathically? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's an empath. It yeah, it happens when you know each other for more than ten years. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You will be it together just, it again. It just works. It just works. All right. Okay. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, with uh, Davidoff not doing the PCA or what was known as the IPCPR this mm -hmm. year, uh, if it even happens, uh, mm -hmm. what yeah. uh, what are your plans with Davidoff? Go to stores? Is it business as usual? Uh, you know, well, after yeah, this is over, once we once once the ban is lifted and, and we're able to be human again, I mean, we have a lot of activations to do. Uh, we have a lot of content to keep creating, you know, for for the Xeno, for back-to-back. -back. So there's there's always a lot of work to do. So, you know, once we're able to travel, I mean, we have probably about maybe 20 activations to do. Um, yeah. So, you know, we got our work cut out for us. I mean, another beautiful thing that the, that the whole cigar, that the whole Davido cigar family is doing right now is keeping it very innovative and keeping people excited and keeping people motivated and keeping people part of this interactive because this is a new normal everything is on right. facebook live everything is it's digital platform now so we yeah. have i mean to be honest the coolest thing i've seen was change the what did it change the tempo abo we yeah. had tony touch last week yeah so shouts to tony touch he came and he dj'd live for us for about a for about an hour dude i got so awesome. i put cologne on I was dancing. I felt like I was in the club, you know. We also have Klaus, we also have Klaus Kellner. He's doing um, he's doing a lot the, of really cool the, the seminars in which he's, yeah, which he's breaking down all every line of cigars. We have um, Camacho right now. They're doing the Grill and Chill, right? Something like Grill and Chill campaign chill, right yep. now. And then yep. we have a bunch of stuff coming. You know, a lot of stuff is brewing. We have a lot of cool things happening. So, that would be yeah, the time to tell us. No, no one's listening you know, throughout this quarantine. So yeah. So there's a lot of stuff to be done. There's a lot of cool social, non-social things that are being creative, you know, created to have everybody, you know, still get together, still not lose touch with, you know, the industry and each other and, you know, be entertained and, and get through this together. Yeah, there's a lot of creativity going on. Uh, it's it's good to see of, of even Barry, you're doing um Meet, meet up or what, what yeah do you i'm doing zoom meetings uh, i'll be doing another one through two guys cigars.com tomorrow morning probably around 11 in the morning so before you have 
Easter with your family. Yeah. Uh, or before you go to church or online. Or before you go to church. Or hell, I'll, I'll hold mass <laughs> on the Zoom meeting. Yeah. What I love about Barry, too, is he thinks people give a shit about his ride into work. So he just films that and puts that on Facebook Live. There's a lot of shit out there, too. There's people doing good stuff, but there's a lot of shit. That's not nice. You're, you're, you're an asshole, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, Nailed it. Yeah, don't, you forgot him, huh? You, you forgot. How about back-to-back? So is it all Zeno, or are you still concentrating on back-to-back stuff? No, back-to-back um, is, is yeah. growing, and it's, we just we released our limited edition, which is going really well. Um, yep. And the spray yeah, can. Everything is spray good. Can. Everything is moving, and, and we're having a lot of fun right now just – you know, creating content and, you know, looking forward to, you know, our next, our next moves, our next growth, our next, our next everything. This Give is, us uh, just one know. thing that you're, that's going to come out. Give us one scoop if you can. Oh, uh, we can't one, do that. Even if you can't. One no I mean, we have a really cool um, kind of challenge, somewhat of a contest brewing for back to back. Oh, yeah. I can't really say much about it right now, but yeah. besides that, I mean, we're just like running on our on our LE, man. Our LE is amazing. Thank you guys for the 93 score, I think. You guys gave us the 93 on the LE or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was Barry Stein right yeah. there. You're welcome. Yeah, so how did you guys like that cigar? I- I'm loving it. As I say, I, I smoked it all week. Uh, every single day, I light one of these up. I think it's a great cigar. Um, it is, um, you know, a, a little thicker for uh, Ed Sullivan's uh yeah, palate, but the, great flavor. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it's right Good. for the, for the balance and blend of what's happening here. I think if it's, you made lemonade, but you made the lemonade with lemon grass instead of lemon juice, <laughs> that's what I'm picking up on this. Right where the Ooh. right where the lemon grass. <laughs> Meets the sugar. That was so good. And you know what, though, I, you know you're a real asshole, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> I've had natural lemongrass, so I feel you, bro. You feel it, man. So I get it, bro. I get it. Tuise <laughs> agrees with me. Uh-huh. Huh? Ah, that's uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> little cinnamon. You know, next time, little I'm cedar. getting sound effects board. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Watch. Next time you sit, you sit with Ed Sullivan and you press all the buttons over there. He'll he'll like that. <laughs> we'll get you like one of those speak and spell things, you know, where you Yo, can pull I, the I'm string. Down, and... Leapfrog, leapfrog all day, bro. As long as there's no unicorns. So, uh, how is Puerto Rico uh, dealing with this? Is, is it a, a shutdown well, over there? Yo, it's it's all right. So look, when it first happened, I'm. To me personally, I'm thinking, oh, I'm fine, bro. I'm going to be at the beach and all that shit. It's completely opposite. It's actually everything is shut down. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can't leave your house. Can't leave the house. You can't leave your house, you know? So hold on. Let me decline this call. So you can't leave your house. Um, On Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, we're limited to, like, access of whose license plate ends with a zero. You know, like, it's... Hmm. Per day. Wow. So it's split up per day. The beaches are closed. And the worst part about the whole thing, it's a $5,000 fine. Like, wow. who the fuck is going to pay? Oh, sorry. Who the hell is going to pay $5,000, you know, to, to yeah, be outside? Can. So it's pretty it's pretty bad over here right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So wow. And but, how about all your friends in New York? Of the weather, so. How about yeah. all your friends and stuff in New York? You hear from them? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty locked down there, too. But the thing is, a lot of people aren't taking it as serious as they should. And they're still. Yeah. Yeah. People are still like congregating and and, and doing like silly stuff. And 
you know, they're not, you know, there's a lot of people that still haven't, it hasn't like drilled in that this is like really serious, but it's so it's really bad. Anyone who doesn't think it's serious, yeah. I, I recommend you go home and yeah. watch the movie Outbreak. Movie yeah. Movie yeah. Just watch yeah. that movie. Maybe it'll take a little more serious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I def I we definitely left the city because of because of this and it's it's very serious and um, you know, just we we, we gotta we, we gotta take it serious because it's no joke. My God. My God. Okay, guys, yeah. any any other question on this? None. Dude, I'm, uh, thank you. I'm very happy that uh, to be back on the show. You know, I mean, it stinks that we're not able to be there right now because yeah. we have such a good time in person and we joke and we, we enjoy good cigars. And, I mean, you guys are family, man. So, you know, we always thank you for your support. We thank you for your guidance. And we always, you know, thank you for inviting us back and letting us Letting and us thank you, out for, you for, a little for bit. selling us our cigars. Absol- you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They're great cigars. Thank you, guys. Uh, take care of everybody, uh, all your friends, yes. everybody there. Uh, you are New York, and when I think of New York, I always think of you guys. So uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so take care of yourself. Thanks for being on. We're going to go to break now. Uh, last week, we lit up a cigar I saved for 25 years. If you're thinking about doing the same, what should you put away today that is sitting on the shelves in cigar stores? We'll give you our professional opinion and yours when we return. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Hank Kellner and my son. Plas Peter Kellner and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. 
And we are back. Last week, we lit up a cigar I saved for 25 years. If you're thinking about doing the same, what should you put away that's sitting on cigar shelves today? We're going to talk about that. You should have to think 25 years with somebody like me and Ed Sullivan. We have a 10-year plan because we're old. So 25 years. May or may not have 25 left. I was not going for 25. No. 10? 10. Put something away for 10 years. Uh, Those guys are fun, huh? Thank God we ripped it off like a Band-Aid, and it was only a half hour this time. Well, we So I'm could, starting to think most of the hate mail comes from you. <laughs> What's happening with this Zoom thing, and if, you, if you're watching, there's so much out there that's there. The people are talking over each other. Yeah. There's a, a short uh, second or two in between, so you, you, you kind of bumble up. Yeah. It's so much easier if you're there talking to a person like you're really talking. It's better than nothing, but I would rather them right here. In front of us, pressing my buttons and ringing my bell, like, like I like I hate it, but getting a little bit of a contact high off of them. Yeah, 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 yeah the contact. High. Uh, they're fun guys, and uh, they're doing it for lots of cigar stores around the country with this um, uh, back-to-back things that they do. And we'll smoke that in the next hour, but also uh, the Zeno, which I guess they've been doing for almost ten years now. Uh, and here we are finally uh, getting to it. But this is the exclusive for basically for New Hampshire because it's the live free or die one. Uh, you know, the, the packaging that, that they did on this, Wicked Good Cigars. And um, the cigar is great, but uh, the packaging is something that this exact box that I have right here, I'm going to put the date on um, the back where the barcode is, not to hurt it in any way, but just on the sticker. Um, and in the back, that's where I'll put it, uh, the date on it. And then I'll put, put it, uh, comes with a little white sleeve that goes over it. I'll put it away and I'll talk to you in about 10 years. I'll pull it out and I'll say, here's this box of cigars I saved. And, uh, it's pretty cool. And they become, um, certain cigars get better with age. And I believe this is going to be one of them. And that's what we're going to talk about. Why, you know, what would you pick? To do that, what would you pick as a cigar that will get better with age? I think this is one of them, uh, and we'll get into why that is. Um, should it be mild, medium, or full-bodied? Bodied? Should the cigar be long or short? Should, be, should it be fat or thin? What Does that play up anything of what you're going to put aside of the cigar? Uh, let's go to uh, Mr. Jonathan first. Well, let me let me read the mailbag as to why we okay. came, what came across this. This was submitted through the Contact Us page at thecigarauthority.com, and Mike writes, Congratulations on your 10-year anniversary. I've been a listener for at least two of those and look forward to every episode. You guys are truly the voice of the cigar world, and despite what others may think, you are very unbiased. Before I get to my question, as a number... As a numbers guy myself, it's really great to see how much Dave really knows his numbers. For any business, part of being successful is knowing your industry and numbers. Anyway, here's my question. When both of my kids were born, I purchased a bottle of whiskey and had that bottle engraved to be enjoyed on their 21st anniversary and to celebrate their life milestones. How very special. Good. Likewise, what box of cigars would you purchase today to age for 10, 20, 30 years There is a debate on whether or not cigars are ready to smoke the day of purchase, but beyond that, what would you buy to smoke in the decades ahead? Thanks so much for the entertainment and information you have provided. Stay safe, stay clean, light them up. Signed, Mike. P.S. Thank you for putting together the care package. Not sure how you do it, but you do. It's the best value out there by far. 
Well, and this this goes for what our listeners, when they write into us and, and something's a great idea like that. Uh, Jonathan said that to me this week. Uh, hey, I got something that's really good. What do you want to do? And I said, okay, let's change the show notes and let's add this in because I love it. I love the idea following what we did last week. Uh, Barry, let me ask you a, yeah. a, a liquor question. If you get a bottle of liquor, say you got a 30-year-old scotch, you put it away for 21 years. You got a 51-year-old bottle? I don't, I don't know. I've never no. had it last no. more than a day. But The uh, reason, <laughs> the only thing but that matters it, with liquor aging yeah. is how long it's in the barrel for. Correct. So if it's been Macallan 50 exists, it's been aged in that barrel for 50 years right. and then bottled. Yeah, once now, you take it out of the barrel. is different because of the cork. Okay. Right. Now, now, say you, you picked a bottle of whiskey and they don't make that anymore or yeah, they're out stuff. of 30-year-old scotch and now you're buying 15-year-old scotch. I mean, that thing happens. I just don't know. My yeah, liquor. like Oban. Like if you take Oban, which is a single malt scotch, for a while there was a rumor that they were having problems procuring the, uh, uh, the, the barrels that it was aged in. And for a while, Oban was difficult to find. So something like that I would have put aside, but- I can't save anything. So yeah. I bought a couple to put aside, but I wound up drinking them. Yeah. That week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I hear something's going away, I, instead of buying one bottle, I'll buy a, a couple of bottles just so it lasts a few days versus never having them again. Yeah. Um, well, the same will go, you know, what do, I, what do I end up putting away? And I'll put away uh, a cigar I know that's not going to be made again. Uh, for instance, the Zeno. As it is, as the packaging is, maybe the cigar will appear as something else or something, but you're not going to know as this was, as I, we did the Partagas 150, right? I know they're not going to do this again. This is one and done, and you're not going to be able to get this again. And it was special to begin with. So it's special, and they're not going to do it again. All right, that's a, let me get some to smoke and try to remember what that was, because years later, 25 years later, I'm going to smoke it. Now- if you're going to take this seriously, and limited editions aside, if you're going to buy a box of something that's regular, and you're going to put it aside, and you're going to see what happens to that box in 10 years, you really need two, two boxes. Yeah. Because once you break open the box, it's over. Yeah. So you get two Especially boxes. Especially me. And you test that blend every year by smoking one of your backup boxes to see how it's aging. Because at some point, it's going to peak. Yeah. Okay, they're perfect. Now's the time to yeah. smoke them, and that gives you time to age other cigars. So on my list, I have uh, and I and I've made that mistake of holding stuff for way too long, right? And then what a shame! Davidoff is a perfect example of it. I saved Davidoff Dom Perignon, which was a Cuban Davidoff, way too long. And when I did finally get to it, the unfortunate thing of this is had no flavor left; it was all gone, and I did not have it at its peak. I right. never had the cigar before, so I've never actually got to enjoy what is one of the Holy Grail cigars that were out there because the one I ended up hanging on to for way too long, that was it. But I only had one, and that was it. I wasn't able to save a box or anything like that. And I'll, I'll say that also, that buying a single cigar and putting that single cigar away, 
that doesn't work either no. because they marry within the humidor of the other cigars. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a full sealed box. Here's a box of 10. This is an ideal situation to do because it's not like it's going to be way so much money exactly. that you're going to end up doing it. But go ahead. I regress. So uh, one of my favorite cigars that is it pu does push the envelope as far as the strength goes is, for me is Perdomo's 20th anniversary Sun Grown. I love the Epicure size, but when I get close to the band, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, I what's, think, how's that going to age? That's interesting. I think that cigar will age well, and I think Nick just does so many, so much stuff right. He ages the tobacco to begin with. There's no ammonia in it. It's a great cigar, but for me, it's a little strong, and I think aging will tamper that strength a little bit. So that's something that I feel strongly I could take out 10 years. CLE's Corojo in the 1118 size, another example. I love the Robusto. I think the 1118 is a little strong. I'd like to tamper that out a little bit and age it out a bit. So your ideal of doing this is to soften the For the strength. first two, yes. Okay. For the first two. Uh, the other one that I have a box set aside for, and uh, I actually have two boxes, one that I'll smoke out of, is the uh, limited edition, the EPH from Hammer & Sickle. That's a special, only 250 boxes made. And that's one that I will never smoke by myself. That'll be one that I'll take Eric Wentworth and pull him aside and say, here's one for you, one for me. Yeah. And let's smoke him and remember Eric Hansen. Yeah, do do that for years. And then you got to still got a full box to exactly. do some special day or something like that. Uh, are you considering, as a younger man, holding on to something for 25 years? I don't, I'm not considering holding it on for 25 years, but I'm, I am experimenting right now with what is, I think is going to be speed aging for what I'm looking to do, which is a whole dry boxing protocol. We're going to do a whole show on this in right. May. It's something that I learned from a manufacturer and I think it's going to work brilliantly, right. but we'll be able to smoke those and find out. Uh, the other one. So, so is there, is, is there any milestone looking at you know, like like um, Mike is his name that yeah. wrote there, um, that he said, okay, I'm going to hang on to this bottle of whiskey till my son turns 21 and have a glass of whiskey with him. Now I'm looking for a box or something. Uh, like La Giana. I saved the original box of La Giana that I had made before she was born to celebrate she was born. And I saved the original box, sealed, until she turned 18, because at the time, you could smoke at 18. Right. And that was the whole idea of it. So I actually knew when the day was going to be that I was going to do it. Yes, you were holding on to that for sentimental reasons, which is a great reason to have cigars. You buy a box of cigars on the day your kid's born. You buy two, one to hand out and one to age. Yeah. But, um, and then for, have it with them. For La Giana, by the time you smoked it, it was past its prime. It was past, because again, it, it was a mild cigar. Another one made by Davidoff. Right. Uh, but a light, light, it may be their lightest cigar that they make. And a light cigar seems to get even softer. And it's like, wow, there's, there's really not a lot to this. And uh, if you smoke the cigar today, you'll say, wow, there's a lot of flavor to that. Right. And, and look what happens after 18 years. Drum, drum, too much. So I think it's got to be, and, and you, you have right choices, although the, um, the hammer and sickle isn't all that full-bodied. No, it's medium, yeah. but it's full-flavored, yeah. and I think that that flavor is going to enhance. Okay. Uh, another one, I just love this cigar, and it it's right there on the line as far as the strength goes. Padron's 1964 Toro in the Maduro. Nothing wrong with the natural, but you great, want that chocolatey. Great choice. I've done it. To Padron, I've told 
Padron that your cigars age so unbelievably well. They do. And he said, no, they don't. They're ready right out of the box. Yes, they're ready right out of the box. But you should smoke an old Padron anniversary. It takes the high points out and just melds everything so unbelievable. Even the 1000 series benefits a lot from letting it sit. So even the the less expensive ones, if you put those aside for two years, three, four, five, I, I find they're phenomenal. I had a box of 1926s, the first ones ever made, autographed by the whole family. And they gave it to me, and I hung on to it all this time. And uh, George came up to the store one day, and I said, hey, let's have one of these. Don't open it. Don't open it. And this went on for years, too. And... A friend of ours that ran into a uh, health issue problem that was in trouble there for a while happened to come in the office. I know he loved Padron, and I said, hey, let's light these up. And I opened up the box and, of course, smoked the whole box. Yeah, like tic Once I ended up <laughs> But I hung on to them for many, many years of it. Let me tell you, it was the best Padron I ever smoked, and I liked the 64 better than the 26, mm. and this was the 26. The aging that happened on that cigar changed it completely to my palate was unbelievable. And that's See? something that makes Padron that much better is the boxes are cedar, and the cedar inside that box sealed does something <clears throat> to the tobacco that's exceptional. See, for me, if I was going to age a box of Padron, it would be the 80th. Because it's a little bit rougher, a little bit coarser, and I think over time it, it would definitely benefit from aging. You know what would be interesting? The 50th. And I know people that have the original ones with the red letters on them and stuff that have them. Now it's been a few years, right? That's been a few Five years, years yeah. Has it been that long? For the, the, uh, the original release, yeah. See, I found that one so balanced right out of the box. That was so strong for me. And, yeah, I, and I've was, had it when the- But it was still balanced. It was a yeah. lot of complexity to it. The 80th, I feel like the strength overwhelms the balance and comp complexity of the cigar. But imagine having the 50th, 50 years from now, it's the 100th or, oh, yeah. or, or whatever. Now, again, <laughs> an expensive- what move to make at that point the the uh um 80th the one you're talking about is a box of eight or something mm -hmm. right so it's a, it's an easy put aside thing for people doesn't take up a lot of real estate all right is that five for you that's four the oh. last one i saved the one i smoke all the time aladino corojo reserve cedar box and that's the one we're going to smoke in May that i've put aside for a year and i've been doing this protocol that, that's a great one to put aside because Back in the day, I wish I saved the original Camacho Corojo um, diploma. Yep. Um, the one in the screw top box? Was that the one that came in the box that had it, the screws on it? Nope. You pull the, you slide the top thing right. off of the top of the pyramid. Okay. And you had to dig your fingers in. Yep. It was in a in a uh, tissue wrap bundle, too. Yes. Yeah. So now you had to get your fingernail and get in there and do it without the work involved in this thing, but the prize at the end was unbelievable. But you had to shake it out, and uh, you know, on on, a, on the regular, I would end up breaking the box to, to get to the cigar and say, "Okay, enough of this shaking it out thing." But um, I ended up smoking the the older ones that I had. Never got to real aging on them and stuff. But I wish I had it now. Now Ed Sullivan was nice enough to give me. Not the diploma one. Right. It was the original Camacho, the the dark. Remember yeah. they had the different designation. Yes. Yeah, and, dark, altitude, all those different. And, 
I mean, I would say, and again, it, it's difficult because now you're operating from an old memory. Yes. But it didn't have the strength it had when it first came out. Yeah. You know, I think. Although cigars got stronger over all those years. Right. So there's a lot of things that yes. have happened in the meantime. You know, I, I, I remember the strong cigars of the old days, and we smoked those cigars and say, well, we thought these were strong in those days because now the... You know, the, the tan is much different than it well, was. The yeah, line's there, been moved. There yeah. were time a time when people thought Cuban cigars were strong, yeah. right? And now medium. I th- and I, I think it has to do with the farming of, of what they're doing. And they yeah. figured out this drip irrigation uh, that people are doing and nutrients that go inside the soil. And they, they're juicing up uh, tobacco flavor. So... Uh, Tobacco tastes different than it did before. There's a lot more juice to it. Right now, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Coronavirus, everybody's freaking out about uh, getting germs. I want to give you guys $100 to lick a doorknob at the pharmacy down the street. We go to the pharmacy. You lick the doorknob, and then I wash it immediately and disinfect it. I'm not trying to get somebody else sick. I'm trying to get you <laughs> sick. You're going to lick the doorknob of the pharmacy down the street, 100 bucks. If it was a brass doorknob, I'd be in. It's not immediate. It's the best thing to do is have a brass doorknob, but it's not immediate, is it? I don't think anything can live on brass. I think that's why brass fixtures became popular in the uh, 30s and 40s. I hear talk of this, but... I don't know if I, you saw it on the internet, so it has to be true. Something that I've heard. So I, I don't know if the pharmacy down the street has a brass door handle. Probably not. See, if you asked me this when this first started, a conversation I had with Ed Santa Maria over in Nashua. Yeah. In the beginning, before hospitals started getting overwhelmed or whatever, I wanted it. I wanted to get it over with. Hospitals not overwhelmed. You're not going to have an issue getting a ventilator. Get it over with. You don't want to be on a ventilator. Yeah, but now I wouldn't do it because the chances of you getting the proper care are a little bit less. Sullivan's friend has a Tesla they can turn into a No taxes taken out or anything. Yeah, if you asked me a month ago, yeah. Yeah, but no way. Not now. And Ed, as uh, our friend uh, Vincent says. Uh, Nicholas. Nicholas. No, I'm out. Yeah. But Jonathan has to be in because he likes licking moms. He was willing to, uh, just, just a year or so ago, lick the cake from a, a urinal right well, but post today, flush yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wash it off first <laughs> but today when not, you look a knob do you go with the counterclockwise swirl or the clockwise swirl vertical uh-huh. it's really a handle they don't have a knob <laughs> at, at the uh, ger- uh, now you were never a germaphobe quite never. the opposite are you getting nope. to be a germaphobe nope I adhere to the strict protocols. I wash my hands multiple <clears throat> times a day. I sanitize between customers, but I, I'm not I'm not scared of germs in any way. Well, if you weren't scared, you wouldn't be doing all that. Doing it for others. No, I'm doing it because I, I, I interact with the public. So if somebody that I come in contact with has it, I don't want to pass that on. So I'm very careful about what I touch, when I touch it, and we, we're, we're very strict about that, those protocols here. And how are your hands doing, by the way? My hands hurt from washing my hands. So First couple of days it was bad, but they've they've toughened up, and uh, my body's producing more. I think the um, skin on my fingertips seems so thin. 
Like I took layers of of uh, washed it off. I think it's that Purell stuff. To be honest mm. with you, I don't could think be. it's from washing. Yeah, uh, I mean that much alcohol could definitely. Well, in the beginning, I couldn't find any, and I put a picture in my hand, and Jonathan commented it looked like my ball sack. Uh, <laughs> but thankfully, Ed gave me, what was it, O'Keefe's? O'Keefe's, yeah. That saved my hands. Like, my hands are like 99% better. Yeah. It's good stuff. Look, you can see it. You can see that my fingertips are worn. So this is enthralling radio. <laughs> well, talking about your fingertips. <laughs> All right, so we are smoking the Xenoplatinum. Exclusive series from New Hampshire. Flavor notes, tastes. What do you think of the cigar? So, have you ever made a uh, a, a butter baked bread, but this top didn't split? And I was going to say split and, top bottom, yeah. right? Without it splitting, the crust is a little bit cooked, a little bit too much, not burnt, but just a little bit crispy. I get that off of the cigar. I got some cinnamon notes, um, cedar, which is not even a cedar box. But I got cedar No notes. cinnamon, no cedar. It's lemongrass lemonade. You have one of those day. red hot fireballs and you lick it? The cedar, the cinnamon? Well, I think you'd get a, a box of the red hots red and hot. you'd dump them on the countertop. Then you'd open the box and lick the inside ah. and you'd get. I'll do that for $100. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm picking up. You're right. Mm, all right. You got a little brown sugar as well. And it's a straight medium. Yeah. Yeah. The good age. What do you think the aging is going to happen? Here? I think you got 10 years and it's going to peak, but that's just my, it, I don't think it, I don't that's think my it, plan for this box. See, I, for me, the aging, like Nicaraguan cigars would age better than Dominican cigars because the tobacco seems to be a little bit less fermented. That's why you get that peppery bite to start. So for me, I think Nicaraguan cigars are the way to go. I don't know how this will age because it's, you know, it's it's a milder cigar to begin with. Yes, it's medium, but it's going to become really mild well, over ten years. I am going to get this is going to be my test box here. I'm going to put one box completely sealed. The other box, I'm going to continue smoking. <laughs> well, I'm going to smoke one a day. A year from now, I'm going to smoke it. Two years from now, I'm going to smoke it, and mm. we'll determine at that point. And if it seems like, okay, this thing has maxed out uh, after a couple of years, but it's going to change. It absolutely is going to change. Every cigar changes with some age. So uh, we'll see how that ends up going. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, Barry and I will tell you uh, what we will or will not be saving and consider buying. Uh, Ed will, too. We didn't get to Ed yet. We'll do that uh, when we get back. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General work. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry 
is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two. And last week we smoked the Potagus 150 Don Ramon that I saved for 25 years. Today we're talking about what you should save now. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Wow, what do I hear, Ed Sullivan? <laughs> was your phone on, the volume? No, I was looking Pro- to see if it is, but you, it isn't. You hear problems, they're resolved. Oh, okay. I shouldn't bring it up. You shouldn't even bring that up, right? <laughs> uh, it, it's possible. I went no- right from my phone. I thought it was on, but I definitely heard what I shouldn't have been hearing. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, um, before we light up, um, from Pennsylvania, but via Italy... Our coronavirus update, or we got to come up with some better name than that because it sounds like it's depressing, but he is not. Michael Capolini from, from Toscano, are you there? I am. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? All right, how are you guys doing? Good. Everybody's safe and happy and healthy down your way? We are. We're good. And what's going to happen for Easter? Is the family somehow get together or... Well, it's, you know, that's, that's kind of the thing we're still debating. We're not sure what we're going to do. Um, in the in the times that we have, we just got to make sure that that everybody stays safe. So yeah. you know, I'll, t- I'll I'll be honest with you; these zooms and and FaceTime have really, I think, saved humanity at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I see uh, when people pass away, you can't even have a funeral for them. When people are having babies right now, they're showing the grandmother outside the the window, looking out the window to see what a sh- you know what a shame of some of these things that are happening. It's it's unbelievable. But there's always light at the end of the tunnel, and there's always good to look at. So that's what we have to do. All right. So uh, what's going on? What, what, what's it look like numbers-wise and things like that? Much better again this week. Uh, it's fantastic. Over the past three weeks, there's been a massive uh, massive increase in good news. When we first started, it was a little bit grim, but now things are getting better, which I, I'm sure we'll start seeing here in the United States, hopefully sooner rather than later. But with that being said, as of this morning, total cases, 152,271. Deaths in Italy, 19,468. Oh Recovery is 32,534. Um, of, uh, of the current active cases, which are just over 100,000, mild condition or 97% um, at around 97,000. Uh, the other 3% are... Critical. Now that number actually dropped. The critical number dropped since last week. It was around five and a half percent last week. Now it's at three. So there's a, a great uh, light at the end a, of the tunnel. Almost there. a half, yeah. Um, when you talk about daily cases, uh, this time last week there were four thousand eight hundred and five. That's down uh, almost a thousand cases at thirty nine hundred and fifty one. This time last week, daily deaths were at six hundred and eighty one, and that's down to five hundred and seventy today. So again. Uh, although the numbers are still grim and it's hard to hear those numbers coming out, uh, definite pos- uh, positivity coming out of the peninsula and, and Sicily. And I think we're going to hopefully start seeing that here in the United States also. That's what I see people are looking at. They're really looking at, at uh, China, Italy, and Spain and saying that their flattening of the curve and everything and all the numbers are changing and we're probably two weeks away from starting to see good here, hopefully. Yeah. 
I would say that too. I would, and you know what? It goes. The main thing that I always say is insieme ce la faremo. Together we can do it. But one of the biggest things that I wanted to do today was thank our first responders and our medical professionals. I mean, these people are putting their lives on the line day in and day out to save hours, people that they don't know. And then everybody on the front lines, grocery stores, janitors, all these people who we take for granted are the right. ones that we really need to be thanking day in and day out. So it, it, it's really something I, I'm seeing a lot of positivity in humanity coming out of this. You know, we're, do, we're doing the curbside service uh, at our retail store. And some of the people are so nice trying to tip us with saying, no, no, no. They're throwing the money at us for a tip. Thank you for being there for us. Also bringing us chocolates and Easter things. Yep. And it's so unbelievable of some, some people you lost me? No, there we got go. you. Uh, of some people, uh, Ed, I don't hear myself, but uh, can you, you can hear me? Yep. Okay. Of some people being so nice, and this is the opportunity there for uh, people to be nice during a terrible time, you know? And that, There's that, no question. And that's the thing that we need to all understand, too, especially in our industry. Supporting the brick and mortar, supporting everybody inside and out is the biggest thing we need to do because that's the only way we're going to be there when all of this passes. So for all of the brick and mortars who are consistently doing the curbside service like yourselves and everything, thank you. Uh, thank the consumers, obviously, for continuing to support all brands, not just our brand. And, uh, you know, the Italian word of today, I think it's a great one, which is gioia. In particular, though, the weekend that we have now, uh, gioia or joy, that's something that we have to look forward to. And I know there's going to be a lot of that coming down the road. So stay strong, stay safe. Insieme ce la faremo. And as always, guys, it's a pleasure. Uh, you, guys are, you guys are wonderful. Thanks for everything. All right. And we are running a promotion in all our stores and even all online with Toscano Cigars. You buy two of the packs, you get a third one for free. You can say what the third pack is, or you can give it, leave it up to us to uh, throw in something that maybe uh, you haven't tried before in a different one of them. And, and thank you for providing that, a little, little something extra from Toscano Cigars when it means the most. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Okay. All right. That. Michael Capolini, Toscano Cigars, and uh, hopefully as things are improving there, we're going to see those improving things happen here. We have a line in the sand here in the state of New Hampshire, which is May 4th, uh, hoping that holds true. And uh, I, I follow an, uh, on a numbers guy. I don't know if he would be considered an economist or whatever, but he crunches the numbers daily, and it looks like New Hampshire's curve is starting to show serious signs of flattening. So... We've got New, New Hampshire. We've been very lucky over here. The numbers are very, very small, uh, but we are on the border of Massachusetts, right. which is not very small. So we're at yeah. Know. For those on the outside looking in, it seems like every Friday our numbers spike, but it's because one of the places that report the viruses only reports every Friday. Ah, so th they send them over in a lump sum, so it makes it look like it climbed. But we've yeah. been on a steady decline for the last few few days. At yeah, least. that's great. So I'm putting the uh, the Zeno down for now. Uh, I have plenty more to go with the cigar, so I'm going to save it for uh, the after show and finish that up there because we have to light up a second cigar. So what do we have, Barry? So today's second cigar is the back-to-back -back Nicaragua, and it's manufactured in Honduras by Davidoff Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 6x60, and it's in Nicaraguan Puro. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $7.69, while a box of 50 is three thirty seven ninety nine, which comes out to five seventy seven per single. 
It's a savings of over 46% or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. This is a tough box purchase. Big box of 50. But I'm telling you, as a retailer... We sell sell boxes of 50 all the time. Uh, When the guy's on this cigar, he's on this cigar. It's a good value to him anyway, and they save a little when they buy a box of 50, so they buy a box of 50. When it came in, I'm like, oh, box of 50. We're never going to move these things. They move. All right, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So uh, Jeff Owen just shared on Facebook because of our weekly interview with Michael Capolini. Yeah. He started smoking Toscanos on the way to work. <laughs> okay. Um, this cigar has a footband on it with balloons at the bottom of it. <laughs> or bubbles. Or bubbles. Um, graffiti bubbles. Graffiti bubbles. Uh so you just slide that off before you light the cigar. I've seen the accidents happen. The people don't do it. It's big and bright. How do you miss that? But uh, it, it's happened. I've been guilty of it a few times. Rye bread. Oysters. Oysters. <laughs> We're doing a cold draw here. I, I, I agree before. with the rye bread. You lit your cigar. I did it before. Okay. Yeah, it's a rye bread. It's a rye. With the it's seeds. It's not a marble rye. It's just a straight rye. With the seeds. With the seeds, yeah. It's the only way I've ever had it, I think. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. The Vertigo Intimidator is a four-jet color-changing flame lighter, all fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got easy adjustment, and the neck go goes straight or... You can angle it. It'll fit better in your pocket that way. Right, Barry? Yeah, and when you light up your cigar, you put it straight up because you're excited to light it. Here we go. It retails for $24.99. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. It is crazy for $24. It is an unbelievable lighter. It seems like I say it all the time, but... You do. When when I have a lighter like this, you would never believe that, that that's how much it is. So wonderful things to give away as gifts. Easter is tomorrow. Huh? Easter basket with with uh, one of these lighters in it. There you go. To a cigar smoker, he'd be out of his mind. Think you spent a hundred dollars on that lighter. Melt the chocolate. Yeah. Make a s'more. There you go. Sixty. 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 Rings. When we first started, when I first started doing the show, I despised smoking these things. Yeah. Now it's not that bad. It's the new normal. Yes, it is. Right? <laughs> not it's for me. New, it ain't. Sixty ring gauge is the new normal. Uh, all right, uh, we're going to go to Ed. Ed, uh, give us five cigars you would put down for 25 years, or in your case, 10. Maybe, maybe less. <laughs> A little bit less. Let me find my list here. Well, I can go right to the first one, which was also on Jonathan's list, which was the Aladino Corojo Reserva. I think that one. Yeah. Would be a very good interesting choice. one. Yeah. Very good choice. We don't know, right? Because it's only been out less than a year. Yeah. So we, we, and we sell them out. So it's not like we have a lot sitting on the shelf. 
we, we empty them out every day in the singles bins along with full boxes that go out. Yep. And, you know, I do want to... And it is a limited release, kind of. It's a limited production. Yeah, they, they only make a few hundred boxes a month. I do want to say, yeah, I'm not sure anything benefits from 25 years. I, I just don't. It's too much? I think it's too much. I mean, it's interesting to try them, but back in the Cuban cigar days, obviously you had to age them, right? Yes. You still so, do. You still do. Yeah. And I would sometimes get a cabinet box and smoke some over the course of 10 years. Okay. Right? Same, same cabinet. Like a cabinet of Partagas Lusitanias, for example. I sort of found that improved greatly in one year. Massive, right? Because they're not ready to smoke. Yeah. Two to three was sort of a sweet spot for those. But I found once you got past the seven, they started to decline. Okay. So the sweet spot is less than seven. Uh, for those cigars, yeah. right? Which are not necessarily as strong as some of the things that we're looking to age yeah and that leads to my number two which is a neanderthal hoxd the problem is i smoke them as soon as i buy them but that's you know got such strength to it i think it would be interesting to put it aside for some time and you know crops change every year too so right. you end up getting an early you know let's take the Corojo reserve for instance it as they continue to plant that don't you think that the tobacco is going to change as time went on, too? It so, may. Mm -hmm. So it's what is smoking great today, can it become greater? I think yeah. those guys, I mean, they, they partnered with Bear Systems for their drip irrigation. So yeah. I think they're going to be able to recreate that tobacco. Yeah. You know, Perdomo is the same thing. You don't smoke a Perdomo today and go, yeah, this doesn't remind me of Perdomo. It, Perdomo always tastes like yeah, Perdomo. Yeah. Yeah, they got it going on. The next one, I suspect you already have some sitting and aging, are the Dunbarton firecrackers. I, I have think, a box of those put aside. I think those will hold up very well yep. for quite some time to come. So you're going on, on really full-bodied stuff. Well, not, now I may shift gears a little ah, bit. Ah, okay. And this is more like an experiment for my, just for me, the Byron uh, Venetianos. Uh, the torpedo. The torpedo, right? And I don't think that'll be a 25-year even. It's aged already five. Right. Post-roll. Right. That's why, for me, it's more experimental. Yeah. Right? Let's see. Does a little more add something to it? Does it start to decline after two or three years? Where does that take us? And the final one. I can tell you. After tonight, after tomorrow, I'll be smoking an Atabay on Easter Sunday that I had for five years. Hmm. One what of the ended up happening? Jars? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. You'll report back. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. And then finally, and I think this one would be spectacular to put a little more age on it is the Bandolero. Travi, Travi, yeah, so that's the, the little, the little torpedo. torpedo, most Lajero in the whole line. Right, that's strong that cigar. Yeah, so I think if you got some age on that, it would be very interesting. He only puts a year of post roll age on that, so right. you've got some wiggle room there. Yeah, I think that'd that's be a good, good call. One. Yeah, that's my five. That's Solid, good. That's Solid. Good. All right, I'm up. So uh, my first one is Bandolero Picaro. Okay. Hmm. 
Um, this is the five and a half by 54. The, my go-to when it comes to bandolier anyway. And I would save it in the tin that it's in and put it away, and I will, because the packaging is going to change. That's going to become a boxed cigar maybe this year. So the tin things will go away, and I'll have the original packaging of this, knowing that this is the original packaging, and years from now it's going to be, remember this used to come in a tin or something? I'm going to say, boom, here it is, and it's been saved and aged. In that tin is two pieces of cedar, one at the bottom, one at the top, humidifying pack that's, that's on the very top of it, and that cedar does something. That's not the regular crappy cedar you see in, in between. You'll notice the thickness of it, right. the different type of cedar that that is, and that's going to change that cigar as it's going on, is my guess. Uh, I've done an Aladino also, but the Corojo Robusto, the orig original first one, that was before the Reserve came yep. out. This is the original one, the one that made me love that brand. Uh, what is that? You know, and I saved none of them. I need to do it now. I should have done it bef before, and I didn't. Uh, here's, a, here's one. Big Poppy, David Ortiz cigar. Mm. Interesting. That is a fuller-bodied cigar. That is a good cigar, despite its being a celebrity. That is ac actually a good cigar. I would say, I remember having it for the first time. I said, this is a good cigar. It's a little, little young. Well, what would this be with some age on it? It may be a sensational cigar. It may be like most of the athletes, they get out of this and don't do it anymore. Here's an original box of it. I wish I had done that with Louis Tian years ago. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my fourth one is the American, J.C. Uh, Newman, the American. That's interesting. What is that going to be? Um, that would be, uh, I would say, a first of its kind yeah. as far as aging if you had a 10-year-old box of those. And I have the original, the first uh, one I ever got. It's already put aside. Mm -hmm. But these are on the shelf now, and that was the idea of it. It's on the shelf now. What would you end up doing? I did. Yep. Um, I should put a second so I can go through it as time goes on to see what it is. It's a pretty full-bodied cigar when it comes down to it. And what's some aging going to do to something? We're talking the original first release of this product and you can still get the first release the stuff that's out there now and the stuff still coming in are the first releases of the first time of something like that uh if you can get the cigar not easy to get um uh, congratulations by the way to drew newman drew newman had a baby last week uh, wow he's the first man in the history of yeah. men to conceive a child i think i saw <laughs> that, it I would have thought, yeah you should have seen yeah, that on well, the news well his wife did but um, well, he did all the heavy lifting. Let's he did face heavy, it. He did the heavy work. Um, their son is William Stanford Newman. They named their middle name of their son to Stanford Newman, which okay. is the father of Eric Newman and Eric and Bobby Newman. So uh, congratulations to them. Muzzletoff, you say, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they say it. They say it? Yeah. Who's you? <laughs> Barry Stein, I'm yeah, talking uh, to. Uh, hello, I converted. <laughs> okay, whatever. You know the answer to this. <laughs> You've you've gone through the thing, right? Stein's his maiden name. Uh, I never went through a bar mitzvah or no? anything. No, no. Okay. I got thrown, snip, I, snip. I got thrown out of the rabbi's house. And my last is shouldn't have handed him the scissors. It's offensive. <laughs> my last is when a series comes out of a product, like when Pete Johnson first did the Monster series. Wouldn't you want the first monster that came sure. out? Well, United Series Unitas. 
the first one was done with hammer and sickle. The plan is to come out with different things as years go on. This is the original one that's there. It is not a full-body cigar by any means. But and I would already say, five years old, post-roll. Correct. So there you go. Is What, what is going to end up changing with this? I'm going to let you know because, again, this is something I put aside already. That cigar is exceptional right now. So we'll see how that goes. So uh, that is mine. And right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And some normalcy has returned to the Dominican Republic, where two factories owned by General Cigar and La Romana have reopened. Other cigar factories in the country still remain closed for the time being, but it's expected that they will open shortly. In New York State, the tax on cigars is the most convoluted in the country, with cigars taxed at 75% with a stipulation that creates an industry standard that caps the tax around 28.5%. Well, the new budget has passed, and it removes the industry standard from the language, meaning cigars will now be taxed at 75% of the wholesale price if the governor signs the bill. Boo, and I'm scared to death he is going to because they're going bleeding through money, and this is going to be an easy one that not a lot of people are going to yell and scream about, but please don't do that. And what You're going to hurt retailers that are on hanging by a thread right now. Why would you do that? So everybody needs to contact the people in New York and say, don't do this to the poor retailer that's there. And the same needs to be done in Virginia, where a proposed bill will double the tax in the state. The 100% increase would raise the tax from 10% to 20%. And last week, we announced Kentucky had raised their cigar taxes from 15% of the wholesale price to 25%. But in a last-minute move, it was stripped from the final bill, oh, good. and the tax only applies to vape. Okay, good. And that's what's up in the cigar world. All right, not good for vape either. I don't want anybody hurt. Uh, not the time to uh, hurt brick-and-mortar guys. At not all. the time to end up doing it. Uh, you'll change the world if you do it. And you're going to put these people out of work, out of... Uh, and, and no place for people to go. And where are they Not gonna, the time to do and it. And you hurt the consumer who right now is hurting for cash. Yeah, just not the time to do it. Please listen, government officials. Don't do this. I'd say don't do it ever, but now is the absolute worst time to do it. Talk about the na- last nail in the coffin. This is going to, you're going to wipe them out. It'll be over. They'll, they, they're on the, barely hanging on as it is. That's going to be, a, uh, you know, might as well just close up now. What, what were you going to say? You were ready to say something? I interrupted you? Yeah, I forgot. All right. <laughs> wasn't important anyway. It's gone. Uh, next week uh, on the show, we will be zooming in with Rocky Patel. I would say li- live in studio, but he won't be. But we're going to no. zoom into him. And I have a lot of questions for Rocky Patel. Um, here's a guy uh, with his ear to the, the politics of what's going on, to the politics with government, the politics of um, the trade show and the organizations that are Cigar Rights of America. Also, he's a retailer himself. He has uh, a dozen burn locations mm-hmm. that are there, all closed, by the way. Uh, he has a massive uh, sales force and uh, uh, 
he's one of the bigger players that are out there. What's going on? What does he think is going to be the future future of all of us? Uh, what direction do we go in? Uh, the following week, May 25th, we'll be, um, we'll be interviewing Nicholas Perdomo, the son of Nick Perdomo. And um, we had our first interview with Nicholas close to 10 years ago. This yeah. was the early days of the Cigar Authority, his first interview ever. And uh, he was a little shy uh, young guy at the time. And uh, now he is a man and a married man. And we're going to bring him on and we're going to talk to him. And the interesting perspective of a younger guy who hasn't gone through things like this before. I want to see his take. And we'll see how it changed with age. Yes. We'll yes. unseal that box and see what happens. Um, wow, Barry. You're just <laughs> tying everything in all neatly with a bow. Yeah. Well, you know about bows. You're gifted. <laughs> all right, Barry, you're up. What should you say for 25 years? All right. I thought we were going to do it, so let me get this. All right. Uh, I'm First of all, I look at things differently than you guys. For me, uh, I think Nicaraguan tobacco, as I alluded to get earlier, ages better or stuff that's been under-fermented. Um, some of these reflect on that. Some of them don't. But number five on my list is the Aladino Corojo Reserva Toro. The Robustos, to me, are perfect the way they are. The Toros are a little bit uh, stronger, a little bit rougher, in my opinion. So I'd be curious to see how those age over Every time. Every one of us had an Aladino on there. Are you listening, audience? Every one of us had an Aladino on there. It's going to be very interesting. You know, last week on the after show, we talked about the Cro-Magnon without the bands, and I've had some of the bands many, many years later, and they were much smoother. They were much more flavorful which was surprising because usually with age, they'll lose some of that flavor. But I'd like to do that with a current version of the Cro-Magnon Knuckle Dragger and see how that uh, changes with the marrying of the tobacco and how much it pulls back a little bit in strength. Uh, number three is one of my, my favorite cigars, and we have them at twoguyscigars.com, is the Tatuaje Regios Reserva. Uh, Tat fans are always looking for the box dates on the bottom of the box. Yes. They prefer the aged cigars. I think this is a cigar that will age really, really well. I got some old Tats in my humidor over here. Uh, number two is the Byron Poemas in the jar. Because yeah. after I smoke them, I figure I could use the jar as an urn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, lastly, uh, my biggest regret is I never saved a box of Kilo. Um, it's a cigar that, to me, has a great story attached to it. Uh, we sold the trademark. It allowed yeah. me to pay for a wedding and what have you. I wish I still had a box of those. So if anybody's listening. Here's the dry bag. And Jesus you have Christ. a box, please reach out to me. I'll buy that box back from you. I wish I still had some. Will you overpay for it? I will I will pay fair market value for it, which uh, I will take into the fact that it's already gotten some aging. And uh, I'll let you make a little bit of so a profit what, on it. What's fair market value? Less than retail? No, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's I, an I, old I, box of cigars, Barry. You know, I'll pay a I'll pay a little bit more. I think they retail for one and change. I'll pay up to two hundred for a box. Here we go. You could push them to two fifty. We're buying. Thank you. You I could push them to two fifty. So but yeah, if anybody has one, I desperately want one. So uh, that that tells you something of uh, of um, how, the interesting thing was of that we, we kind of are thinking the same of of what the aged product is the right product to end up aging. So very interesting. Uh, the uh, right now it's time for the matchup of the week. Matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Um, 
I penciled something in here, I thought. Maybe it slid down. Hang on a sec. Do you understand the amount of shit we would get if we showed up to a segment unprepared? No, yeah. I see something slid down and blocked. The mm. thing is, I pulled it up. Excuses, excuses. But I'm going to go with this one. Would you rather have unlimited international first-class tickets or never have to pay for food at a restaurant again? We know where Barry's going with this. No, you don't. We know where Barry's unlimited going Unlimited first-class, which is very expensive... But how many times do you travel? But maybe you travel more because it's free and it's unlimited. Right now, you get tickets really cheap, but this will be first-class tickets even after forever. forever. Or every time you go to a restaurant, they say, Barry, no charge. For yours. Yeah. If you bring people with you, you got to pay for them. But your meal is free forever. Say I got a bunch of restaurants like that in New York that already take care of me and don't give me a bill. Uh, so I'll take the first-class tickets. Ah, yeah. Mr. Jonathan, that's f- where I thought he was going to go. No, you did. I should have written it down. <laughs> no, he didn't. If I want a free meal, I knew where to go to get one. They so drive all I'll the way to New York. Tickets. How about you, Mr. I'm going Jay? free restaurants. I don't really? fly that much. Yeah, I don't care. First class. Free restaurants. Oh, because you guys don't fly first class. Do you fly first class? I have. It's awesome. I, it's it's awesome. right. so you, you guys aren't missing anything. I've flown first class with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll only fly first class because as a big guy, I would buy two coach seats. And if you're buying two coach seats, you could get the first class seat for about the same price. And I fit comfortably it's in more. the seat. It's more than two it, regular It depends seats. where. It's, yeah. it's close. Because like when I went to Florida, it was like a $20 yeah, price but difference. When you're talking international, uh, Yeah, then it adds nuts. up. So that's why I'll take the tickets. But here's the thing. You could even offer me private and I'm still taking the restaurants because I don't want to go anywhere. You eat every day. Well, that's the that comes the problem, right? That I don't want to go either, but I have to. I'm in business and I have to travel. Mm-hmm. I have to take the travel. We got a complete split here. We got two restaurants and two. Why travel. would you take the travel? Because I know what I spend on it, and I don't go to all that many restaurants. I work every day. I go to restaurants, but not, you know, once a week. Now, if you said free cigars versus first class, I would have taken the cigars. Yeah, because you go through a lot of cigars. <laughs> what a complete split on that one. That's an interesting one to me. First no, of all. Not to anybody else. Barry. <laughs> it's interesting. Barry lied. He bold-faced lied. Take oh, out restaurants. <laughs> there is a handful of restaurants in New York where I do not get a bill. And isn't it awesome? It's phenomenal. But you live here in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's only a four-hour ride. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I've gone down to Patricia's down in the Bronx just for a free meal. It's not a free meal. You you spend a fortune in the gas and the cigar smoke down and back. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if you took it to go? Would they give it to you for free? Never tried that. Oh, really? Because <laughs> right now they can't serve. It's only to yeah. go. I've <laughs> gone into go? a, I've gone into a crowded restaurant, like a seat on a Goodfellas. They'll bring a table up from the basement. By the way, put it in the middle of the restaurant. You need to help these restaurants and do it to go. But I gotta say, it's not the same and it's not good. I have had bad experience, by the way. As have I. Yeah. Yeah, well, in a container, it's closed. The steam creates yeah. a sogginess. It's not as fresh. It's it's different. And most places weren't set up to do that volume of mm-hmm. to-go orders. So they're, you know, a little out of sync on when things will be done and getting it all lined up to go. That's one thing I don't think, you know, you say when this thing is over, wow, are all these restaurants going to have this thing and maybe they'll do curbside blah 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 blah, and it'll get popular besides a sub pizza sub place no 
the regular restaurant and stuff, you don't want a steak dinner in a plastic container. Uh-huh. Paying the same sort of money as a dining experience. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, uh, early thoughts here on back-to-back. This is the Nicaraguan, the 6x60 we're smoking. It's got a lot of flavor. It does. This is no mild cigar. There's nothing wrong with this. Cedar, a little creaminess, a little sweet. Tremendous value. Um, How do you think this would age? I think reasonably well. I think it's got enough body to it. You could take it out. Three, it, three, four years. Better than the Connecticut, in my opinion. Nobody oh, yeah. mentioned any 6x60 six that we're looking to. No. to. Now, if you're a guy who smokes 6x60, six that's what you're going to seek out. But you want to you wanna get something that's going to be fuller flavored, at the very least. Full strength would be good, too. But If I was talking to you a couple of years ago, I'd say don't save a 6x60 six because years from now, Nobody's going to be smoking 6x60 because I didn't think this thing was going to catch on and stay catched on. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, this is just a a fad like torpedoes at one point or if any Figurado was really hot at one time, they're dead today, that that was going to happen to to big ring gauges, but apparently not. Took over the Churchill completely. This thing (laughs) is not going away. Um, Where it's so much filler tobacco, how is that going to age? And I... I can't think of any big ring gauge that I have saved for a long period of time. I'm going to have to look to see if I have any, but I don't, no. I, I don't think it would be a good no. aged thing, maybe. I don't know. I think if your goal is to age, again, you're going to go for the two boxes, and you're going to smoke one box and see how things are progressing. I think any cigar gets a little bit better as you sit on it for a while. I wouldn't say there's any youngness to this cigar. I no, mean. but it's still you're, you. There's still some high points of flavor. There's still a little bite from some black pepper. Yeah, maybe yeah. you soften that a bit. All right, it's interesting. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the shutdown for events and crowd gathering is still in full force, but we have some planned events scheduled, and we're going to talk about them and the possibilities, including the cigar trade show. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. 
This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. Eric Newman, grandfather for the first time. And, and I'm going to get pink eye for the first time. And and hasn't seen his grandson yet because right. he can. He's in Washington D.C. His son, and they can't. This is the this is the terrible part of what's going on. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the back to back and looking at events in 2020 that are coming up. Um, at the last hour, we lit up the Zeno ex- exclusive series, and that is exclusive to us uh, here in New Hampshire. And available on twoguyscigars.com. And we only got 250 boxes of them. The boxes are 10, but um, we have them online available. We also have them if you drive up to the store and you ask for it. Um, the unfortunate thing is, most people don't know it exists, so nobody's asking for it. Um, but we got some swag to go along with it. If you want to do it, you uh, get a poster and you get a Zeno t shirt. And all you have to do is in the comments section when you are checking out, put down uh, what size shirt. And there isn't as many shirts and posters as there are 250 boxes. We didn't get 250 shirts. So do it as soon as possible and put it down there. As Barry said, if you say one of the lodge and we ran out of lodges and we still have some shirts, we're going to give you the size higher, extra large. Um, Let's try it on high. It'll shrink. Yeah. Right. Um, just so we're, we're given it first come, first serve, in other words. Um, I'd love to say hurry up, but um, unfortunately, I think uh, it, it's going to be a little slower than, than I had hoped this would be. Uh, that being said, uh, we're talking about events and stuff that are planned and as we're seeing all these events get shut down, let's go a little little further out and let's look at the PCA, the Premium Cigar Association, that if you listen to uh, our show last week, the week before, I said that, yes, if the show, trade show, was going to happen, that I will be attending, even though I said I wasn't before. I want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem, unification, and be there. Here's, here's what I will say about you. I've seen you order something at a restaurant that doesn't come with tomatoes and you say, I don't want tomatoes. I just, I don't like tomatoes. And they say, don't worry about it. It doesn't come with tomatoes. You, you've nothing to worry about. Are you sure? Cause I just don't like tomatoes. I don't want to pick them off. I don't want tomatoes anywhere near it. it doesn't come with tomatoes. There's no tomatoes in it and it comes with tomatoes. So I think they're going to have a trade show because you, you don't want to have to eat crow and go now that you said you will. And I think your lack of luck is going to be everyone else's to benefit. Is that a benefit? You say the trade show is not going to happen? No, I think it's going to happen. Going to happen. So you have to go, even though you said you weren't going to. Yeah, I mean, I think the big unknown is they can decide to have a trade show, but how many people are comf- comfortable going to the show? And will it be a disaster? Even, even though it is in, is it? Late June, early July, mid-July. 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 It's a long way off, man. Can you imagine that this thing is still people even talking about it mid-July? I think it'll be in some people's minds for long, much longer than it goes on for, and they're just going to change their behavior ongoing. Yeah, I think until there's a vaccine, people are always going to be hesitant. Is it going to be a trade show? 
No, I think there is. No, going to be. yes, they would have pulled it. They would have pulled the trigger. Already. No, I mean they're holding off as long can, as they can. Can you can you see them letting a thousand people in a in a convention center? They're probably still going to cap how many people can gather in one place. They've been doing it for place. fifty years. They're still probably going to cap how many people could be in one place once they start lifting restrictions in Las Vegas. Yeah, casinos, hotels. <laughs> right now, they're totally shut all down. the all the uh, shows. Hmm. Right, concerts. Oh. And, yeah. Uh, this, I say it. I, I say Vegas is going to be open and all that stuff. Will the PCA end up saying, you know something, all the trouble that happened with the show and all this stuff, this is an opportunity to say, uh, let's let's hit the reset button. But they may not be able to get out of it, and they right. would have to pay millions of dollars not to have the show. So they may have to have the show. I don't know what the what the situation is. Nobody's saying anything. If they were smart with all this time they have, they would figure out a way to have a plan B, a virtual trade show. Oh, boy. I'd like to nominate Barry Stein for uh, Universal Director of the PCA because he has all these great ideas <laughs> I on miss Monday people. morning. I miss people, to be honest with you. What? I miss people. Really? This is crazy, man. There's, there's <laughs> nobody around. It's It's so sad that uh nobody's around uh i'm with ed sullivan on this one i kind of just like being by myself all the time so <laughs> it's been okay man oh man uh so what do you what do you think we're gonna have the trade show i think it's a no-go 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 for no barry jonathan it's going it's going it's a long way off it's gotta go it's going so, again, a complete split here. We get no answers, and that's part of our charm, folks. That's, that's why you tune in. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) As health officials have stressed social distancing of at least 6 feet apart, many local jurisdictions have decided to make it easier to understand, with some describing it as two arms lengths apart. However, in Florida's Lee County, they made it easier for their residents by informing people to keep one large alligator length between each other. Not to be outdone, a prominent county in California has recommended to maintain the distance of one Kardashian ass. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. There we go. Uh, Okay, we got uh, personal events coming up and um, have not heard back from anybody to say these are canceled, but... Wondering what you think. So the the most recent thing coming up is on May 15th here at Two Guys Smoke Shop here in the studio that we're doing it. It's called the Wood Butcher Steakhouse Experience. Only 40 people because that we were capped off right at, right there. An unbelievable meal by um, the chef from the butcher, uh, Wood Butcher and John Carney from La Flor Dominicana unbelievable menu that i'm not going to go to right now but it is a three-hour dining experience combining wood fine dining and three premium cigars i'm in is it going to happen may 15th so it's 
30 days away? I think if it was June 15th, yes. I think when they first lift the bands up, it'll be the way it was just before the band. No more than 10 people in a location at a time. And then they'll stretch the 10 out to 50. So I think if it happened in June, it would have had a better chance of happening. Well, we have a deadline in the state right now of May 4th. Right. So May 15th says right now we can have it. We can have it, but that means people are going to show up. Right. We have sold some tickets, which, of course, we would give anybody their money back. Of course. Even right now, if, if, they, if they want it or whatever, they feel uncomfortable, by all means. But say the state says to us, yes, we can do it. Can we get 40 people to actually participate? I don't know. I think I think they're going to, you know, like I said, revert back 10. And then when they see 10 really isn't affecting the so-called curve, they'll raise it from 10 to 50. And then they'll see how that affects you the curve. You think they're going to jump up 40 people? Well, before it was before it was ten, they recommended no more gatherings of pe- more than fifty people. So, if you're going to go ten, why not then go to fifty and see how that affects it, and then fully open things up? So, I think if this was June fifteenth, it would happen without a doubt. May fifteenth, it all depends what they allow. I got I got to go with Barry on this. I can't see. Are you on, saying you agree with Barry? 100%? I agree with Barry one hundred percent. I can't see. Right now, on May 4th, them saying, okay, everything's back to normal. It's just not going to be a light switch. It's going to be a slow thing. So. Yeah. Is things May 4th going to start being okay, or are they going to even push that? I wouldn't shock me if they push that. Sometimes. So, Mr. Jonathan Carney, I know you listen to the show or something. Let me know your thoughts on this uh, uh Give me a call or give me a text or whatever. Just um, don't come near you, right? <laughs> well, what I w- if it's going to be canceled, I don't want to take people's money and then re- return their money either. Right. Uh, or I would need to start pushing this, that it is going to happen, and try to start selling tickets. Right. Maybe we sold 10, dozen, dozen yeah. or so, right around there. so far, uh, because we have backed off. And no, we haven't had much face-to-face with people mm-hmm. to be able to say, hey, you want to buy a ticket to this? Uh, a lot of our stuff is hand-to-hand combat, you know, asking the could, right people. Could he do it to go? <laughs> Again, it would be what a shame because this this was going to be unbelievable. As a retailer, I'm telling you, what retailers need to do is provide an unbelievable experience in today's world. Tomorrow's world is even more. It has to be experience, uh, but the experience of 40 people getting together might not be that cool. After I don't know. Um, so that being said, the the next event we have coming up is May 22nd, and that is um, the World Champion Cigar Smoking World Championship. The Rocky Patel Cigar, the World Championship Cigar. We're talking 50 people all together and everybody taking three hours to smoke a cigar. Whoever wins goes to the finals and all that. And all this thing has already happened across. Remember, we're the last actually one that's that's happening. So a lot of them had already happened, and they have the plan to happen for the World Championship way down the road in September, October, whenever that's going to be. I think if this thing gets postponed, we lose it. And it is going to be on May 22nd. Can it happen? And this was, you buy a box of that cigars, and you're automatically in. Right. So we have a lot of people already bought into this. The question's going to be, how do we even give them money back? Because they got the cigars, so it's not even a refundable type of thing. We have not pushed it since this thing has happened. 
should we stop pushing this because it's going to happen, or should what should we do? Is it going to happen? May 22nd. I think May 22nd happens. And we could certainly cap it to 10 people if that was the case. 10? Well, that's already too late because there's more than 10 that already bought into it. So there are a few that haven't, haven't happened already. Like uh, France was scheduled to happen April 1st. France has been on shutdown, so it's not, that didn't happen. Germany was set to happen on the 2nd. Uh, Dusseldorf on the 3rd, so these didn't happen. Russia on the 11th. Yeah, we uh, might get some leeway on that. So a few of the countries haven't happened yet. So maybe we got to postpone. The folks from uh, Cigar Smoking World Championship, tell me, give me a plan B if you have one, or say, no, that's the well, date. And may- you gotta- Maybe Rocky knows something. You can we'll check ask with him it. next week. Yeah, absolutely. And the last thing we got is 500 people. And this is Two Guys Smoke Shop's 35th anniversary. It's Wednesday, September 16th. 500 people. I think you might sneak it in in a lull until we have a resurgence in the fall and winter. You would hope by then they they come up with a pill that treats it. They have a pill that treats it. Well, not 100%, but it reduces the effects. Well, tickets go on sale for that. May 9th. May 4th, we can open. May 9th, we start selling tickets. They're $225. It's a lot of money. You get an unbelievable, it's worth every penny of it. Taking that away, does somebody buy a ticket? You get nothing but a ticket to an event that's coming in the future and say, okay, here's $225, I'm going. This is, might be a hard sell. I'm just picturing a room full of people wearing masks. <laughs> oh, my God. In, in September 16th, you can see this still being an active thing. I, I think there's a lull, but, uh, you know, if you look at any past pandemics, you've got a peak and it comes back at some point until they have a vaccine. It'll be revisiting us. And then you got to hope when it comes back, it doesn't come back in a different strain. I cannot believe it's gone as far as it has already as a business person, that businesses are shut down. At that, just leave it up to the consumer, leave, whether to shop or not shop. Leave it up to the retailer to open or not open. Uh, and everybody's on their own to do what they think they want to do um, as opposed to what's going on right now. Um, it's the 10% of the country that is still complete jackasses not respecting the social distancing as as a worker i'm thankful that i'm working but as a worker i'm extremely thankful that i don't have the interaction because you work in mail order you don't have the interaction when you're in the store like you know people are sitting on top of each other and what have you there are just some people that that don't care about the person next to them but you just farted and waved it at me yes (laughs) you're one of those people But when you you get off of work in a mail-order department with two other people, you go to a cigar bar and sit there with a whole bunch of people. And I wouldn't be going to a cigar bar right now. Well, you're not. Will you in September? It it depends. I mean, if they cut. Wow. Will they have drinking there? They come out with. (laughs) There's your answer. They're coming out with the test that tells if you have the antibody that you wouldn't be affected by this. If that's the case, yeah, I would go on business as usual. On May 4th. If this gets lifted, are you going to be at a cigar bar that night? It's a Friday. 
Depends on what the guidelines are. It probably. is. It's a Monday. So let's say probably, the ninth or whatever. Probably not. Really? Yeah. I, Heidi says you're full of shit. Yeah. I am going on. If the, it's, unfortunately, I said it to you and you could you, you, you could not go. We'll work out our side action yeah. on this one because he'll forget. Because I say he's at the bar on that right. Friday night, maybe Thursday, uh, and you're there. And See, there, there are people I associate with that work in a hospital. I wouldn't want to be near them because they're, they're, they're surrounded by active cases. On May 4th, the cases aren't just going to disappear. Uh, there's another person that I'll associate with that works in uh, Hanover Hill Nursing Home, which has the largest amount of cases in a nursing home in the state. And the guy that works there is going on with his regular business. He's still hanging out with people. Total disrespect for those around him. I wouldn't want to be by that person. Doesn't mean I'm not friends with him, but I wouldn't want to put myself in a place to be subjected to possible exposure. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of people out there feeling all kinds of different things. And I listen, there's no right or wrong to it, but um, wow, the uncertainty. And that, that, that would, mm. you know, with, with uh, tobacco laws and FDA, and uncertainty is my biggest problem. I can't make business decisions so, with uncertainty. So the head of the uh, World Spoken Championship happens to be in the uh, in the Facebook chat room. Yeah. And uh, there's no plan B for the qualifiers. If they don't happen, they don't happen. Wow. Uh, but the final, as of now, is still on for the last weekend in August. Wow. So we're either doing it or we're not doing it. Hmm. Okay, we've got to make a decision here. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. If we're allowed to have people in here, we're doing it. And mm. you can see we're remodeling the whole upstairs over here. No one, no one can see that. Every, the camera's no, pointing it you, out. You guys can see. Uh, we're actually remodeling the second floor of Two Guys Smoke Shop for the World Championship. I mean, I, I'm all in on this thing. And I want to do it. So I'm saying well, we're, we're on. Yeah. I mean, if they will allow you to do it, why wouldn't you? Right. Everyone can make their own choice whether they That's attend the thing. or not. Let me open the store if I want to open the store and let customers come in if they want to come in. If they don't want to, they make the decision at that point. You can go abuse yourself with alcohol if you feel like it or not. You know, why can't you take, take the a chance at getting a virus or not? That's where I'm at right now. Uh, it's time for the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. We are over already. Overtime. This wow. is an Easter gift to our fans. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Um, now, who's our champion? You're it's shut for Easter, right? We yeah, are closed. Yeah. That's yeah. one of your few closed days That's right. normally. Yeah, I think we have four or five of them a yeah. year. Uh, Easter Sunday is one of them. Uh, so come and get your cigars. Go to your favorite brick-and-mortar retailer and get your cigars today. Especially yeah. with the stimulus checks, put some of that money back into the local economy. Right. Put it all into the yeah. local economy. 
Is that happening? People are getting... My daughter got hers yesterday. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ed Sullivan's our champion? Yeah, 10-year champion. Remember? That's right. 10-year champion. Today's April 11th. Richard Kulinski. Anything? Unabomber. The Iceman. The Iceman cometh. The Iceman for his methods of freezing his victims uh, to mask the time of death. He was a contract killer for New York's five families in the American Mafia. He was put to death in 2006. The Iceman, born today. Do you know who he is? Oh, you got to watch the video, the, the yeah. TV shows on that. The Iceman. Look, watch it. It's pretty interesting. They interview with him and stuff. He's a cold, cold-hearted man. Cold-hearted man. You look in his eyes. He's dead. He is dead. I'll go uh, 1938. 1938, he says. say 1926. 26. 1936. 1930. 30. For the point, 30. He was born in 35. Yeah, you got to check him out. The Barry Stein gets a point, and he's on the board, and it's over to me. Clay also was a three-time presidential nominee, losing all elections. Had a cigar named after him, and uh, it's still in production. Henry Clay, born today, what year? 1801. 1801. 1844. 1844. And even though I don't write it down, I cannot tell a lie. 1800. 1800. You're all over. 1777. You're all over. Okay, this Barry's is over to Barry. Time. This is the last question. We have a tiebreaker in case. Barry's winning one to nothing to nothing, and we're on die today. Died today. Henry, died, Barry. I not, got it. Not born, died. Henry Ford. I thought you were going to say Henry Clay. <laughs> Dies on his birthday. Introduced the Model T automobile, first mass-produced car uh, in producing the automobile for middle class instead of just the wealthy. Henry Ford helped change American society. Ford is also remembered for establishing a minimum wage to $5 a day, raising the daily rate from $2.34 for workers. Henry Ford died today at the age of 83. What year was that that he died? 1934. 1934. 1928. 1928. 1923. 1923. You're all under. Uh, so 34 will take the point. Barry Stein, shut out. So Barry is thing. now the 10-year one-show champion so forever. Far, so far, he's the 11th-year champion. <laughs> I am the champion of the new decade. 10-year plus one-year is 11-year. So the last one, I'm going to say anyway, written by Avo Yuvazian. Frank Sinatra's records records. Frank Sinatra records Strangers in the Night single for his album of the same name. Later reaches number one in the Billboard chart. Today... Strangers in the Night was recorded today. What year? 1961. 1956. And Barry is our champion. Complete shout-out, 66. He said 61. And that Barry, is it. Barry's the best. Barry is on a roll. A roll. 
Uh, Is that a fat guy comment? (laughs) Yeah. We are going to have an after show for Wednesday, and uh, we're going to go to that in just a minute. Uh, It's going to be Mailbag Mania. So if you've written to us in mailbags, it will be on the podcast. That is not a video portion. It is only a podcast. So you must find on a podcast catcher the Cigar Authority and subscribe to it. And Wednesday, it will automatically pop up for you, and you can listen to our – if you haven't had enough of this shit, you can listen to it (laughs) – Later. So happy Easter, everybody. I know uh, it's going to be a very different Easter. Try to enjoy yourself with a little bit of family that you have around. If if you do, if you buy yourself, go back to some old shows. Don't go too far back to the Cigar Authority, and we'll hang out with you. Uh, next week, Rocky Patel joins us, and we'll talk about the future of retail, his cigar bars, and the state of the entire cigar industry. Will prices go up? Will there be a cigar shortage? Will brands and companies go out of business? We'll talk to Rocky and see what he thinks. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, if you've learned nothing in the last two hours, which is likely, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.